but once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y? Also, the Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I am your host, Tyler, the Cedric the Entertainer of this podcast. I'm your co-host, Jordan, the Steve Harvey of this podcast. I'm your also host, Kevin, the D.L. Hughley of this podcast. Now, who who exactly decided they were the original kings of comedy? Uh, they did. Had, no one, no one else Spike claims Lee, to be a Spike king Lee of comedy. Did. Spike Lee uh, was given carte blanche by the British Crown to uh, establish kings of comedy. Uh, originally, it was spelled with uh, comedy was spelled with a K. But when Spike Lee found all black people, they thought that might be a bad PR move. <laughs> Maybe uh, because because original was also spelled with a K. So oh yeah, yeah so it was just not a good idea. I, I am um, have there the... been any kings of comedy since then? Has anyone else tried? Uh, yes, well, there's actually, been other there's groups. The, yeah, there's the Hispanic I... kings of comedy, or whatever. No, it's that is. the original Latin kings of comedy. That's right. Wait, isn't that a no? The Latin kings are, is a gang. Yeah, it is. I think that's a joke. Uh, oh, it was the it was the blue collar comedy blue collar comedy tour, blue collar yeah, comedy blue collar comedy tour was uh, this inspired that. So honestly, that's a good reason to hate the original <laughs> kings of comedy. Yeah, uh, but there's also the good one, which is the comedians of comedy, which is uh, Patton Oswalt, <laughs> Zach Galifianakis, Brian Posehn, and Maria Bamford. Oh man, that's wonderful. Yeah, those are some heavy hitters. Um, are, do you know what Cedric the Entertainer's uh, directorial debut was? Oh no, no it was it was Apocalypse form. Now. It was Apocalypse no, Now. No, no, no. It was uh, a little film in 2011 called Dance Foo, uh, which I really, really want to see now. I, I was hoping you would say Pootie Tang. Yeah, what? And it stars Kel Mitchell? What? Oh my god. Oh, jeez. pretty quality. I had no idea he was doing any work in 2011. Now I really need to see this. Ah, I love orange soda. Also, full disclosure, I am definitely still hungover from the birthday party of Joel Richardson the night before this. Uh, happy and we're, birthday, we're recording Joel. this at 8.43 p.m., so <laughs> yes, he's 24 wanted, hours hungover. Uh, we, we wanted to record it in the morning, and I was like, uh, guys, I can't do it. It took me, it took me so long even to get out of my bed. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't felt this out of it since I spent time with the Gamma Kai's last. Um, but so if I'm a little slow to the trigger, that's why. Or maybe it'll be great. Who knows? Uh, so as you probably gathered... Isn't the this... Gamakai's slogan, Gamakai's all eat Thai? Yes. <laughs> we went out to get some Thai food. Um, you drank some too much lychee? Have I told you about my um, my business? Have, you, have I told I you like, come up that with? I love you? Uh, no, you haven't. Oh. I, appreciate, I mean, via text. Did but... you ever know that you're my hero? I was aware of that. I mean, you you do a great job the, of reminding me. You are the wind beneath the thing. Uh, I want to start a Thai food restaurant. The thing like the Fantastic Four thing? Yeah. And a combination uh, tie-dye clothing operation called Thai Thai's Tie and Tie-dye Tie-dye. Tied up. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you so also have you... bondage equipment, and there's also tire irons there. <laughs> no, there is a Thai. There is Tires. a Thai food place um at the bottom of the gigantic hill that I live on called Tied Up or Tie Me Up. And it's a Thai food place. Tie Tie and bondage. <laughs> so noodle bondage you... is what they specialize in. As you probably gathered, we are a podcast where we take would you rather and versus questions submitted by you, the listener, and we hash them out here on the show. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Our first question comes to us from Zachary Bailey, thank you so much, who wants to know, which is better, tree houses or tire swings? Go. Sick and tired. Um... Well, freaking, this is like, hey, do you want to have, like, an awesome no girls secret club, or do you want to swing on a tire for, like, ten minutes? Like, what? There's not even a comparison. No, I think I think it's pretty obvious that no one wants uh, a secret no girls club. I mean, no, we, I, like, we, all, we all need a, a feminine influence in our lives. 
but who doesn't love to swing through the air with the greatest, greatest of ease? Uh huh. That daring young man on the flying tires. discarded tire. Like the only way this would even be a thing is if like the tire was on fire and you could just like and you like made your ju- your dog jump jump through it and then like I don't know something. You so you don't want so much a tire swing as just a tire hanging from a tree. Yeah. That you um, can, that you can light I can on throw fire and force dogs to go through. Um, okay, well, caveat, well how about, Hold no. on, Tevin. How about this? How about we fill the tire with candy? And it's a, it's a tire, <laughs> tire swing pinata. Exactly. That's actually the world's laziest pinata. <laughs> you just fill the grooves of a tire with candy, and you're like, here, kids. Hit it enough for it to fly But it's out. reusable. It you is. recycle that reuse, tire, and you can reuse that tire as a pinata, like every single year of your child's birthday. There was a park near my house when I was growing up that had a tire swing with like a ginormous, like construction or monster truck tire that you could fit like five kids on, and then you would That's just pretty, fight. What kind of? And then what you would just fight to the from? death on on it, like a chain. That's that's well. What was the chain attached to? Uh, another chain. It was just okay. it was forty thousand feet of chain. It's just chains all the way down. Yeah. Um. It was like a you know like a like a metal I beam or something. I don't know. Dang, that's intense. Uh, it was pretty awesome. I also, by the way, I grew up in a construction lot. So. Oh yeah, great point. Ah, uh, so much broken glass. Um, have either of you guys been on one of those tire swings that it's like? The tire is uh, horizontal, and there's like uh, four chains attached to it, yeah. and like you go around, you go around in circles, and it can like spin, and invariably everyone who gets on it winds up horribly, horribly ill. Right? Yeah. Well, that's the plus side of that. Yeah, I mean, well, what you do is you get someone to sit across from you, and then whoever uh, <laughs> projectile vomits on the uh-huh. other one first wins. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a Game of Thrones of sorts. Um, big advantage tire swing is you're gonna be able to swing out like across that lake and dive into the water like a majestic swan. Yeah, swan. and then somebody somebody swan dives and breaks their neck and then becomes oh, yeah, a, a reason it's a, called that a monster, <laughs> uh, an undead monster that kills everybody with a tire swing. And he just carries a tire swing and he beats people to death with it. Now that, you can weaponize you a tire swing pretty well. Like you can get some Home Alone style booby traps going, where you wait and you let it down and it like swings and it hits someone, kind of like a one of them Ewok log uh, thingamajiggers. Uh, you also uh, can like swing towards and jump off and flying leap onto someone. Uh, which is always fun. But a treehouse, you're also going to have so many opportunities for projectiles. Like, if you fill that bad boy with snowballs and or water balloons, no one no one will be the wiser. Uh, if, if the third episode of the Star Wars prequel has taught me anything, it's that if you have the high ground, you are <laughs> nigh undefeatable. Plus, look, okay, this is going to teach your children the importance of doomsday prep because with a, a tree house when the u.s when you know the the atomic nuclear war starts and we have to live off the grid tree house is going to be a great place to defend yourself and live off the land a tire swing is not literally you'll be living off of the land yeah, you'll be above it you will be above it you will be off <laughs> off of it um and that's very important uh, to teach kids at an early age that the government is eventually going to collapse. That's true. But then again, so will that treehouse. Because they're a, oh, cause it's a not well-built treehouse. No, you know treehouses. Like, it's because the kids beg for it. And so the dad goes out and he builds it. But he, like, builds it just strong enough to support, like, two elementary school students and then, like, as soon as they start to put on weight and stuff and they go up there, it's going gonna, it's gonna to collapse. It wasn't made for adults. Well, that's why – oh, even better. So then it's like, well, kids, guess you can't get fat. You better get out there and play some organized sports because otherwise you're going to die when you get Jordan, in that treehouse. I like I've, the, I've been, the point that you made via chat. <laughs> that well, is adorable. I've been, I've been 
I've been while these two gentlemen have been talking, I've been trying to find something awesome. Like I was like, I'm gonna Google extreme tire swing, and there has got to be something real cool there, like a tire with rockets attached to it, or <laughs> maybe a monster truck tire attached to like I don't know what. Uh, and it's it's not there. I just found a bunch of hipster pictures of like people doing swinging in their tire swing with like Converse All Stars. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, that engagement photo, it looks like the guy is like feeding his fiance like a baby bird. It's very, very strange. I think it's going I on. think it's adorable. Wow, these are some pretty artsy tire swings. So. Um, did which of you guys had a treehouse growing up? Uh, I didn't have, I I didn't have a treehouse. Cool I had a fort. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was on it was on it was off of the ground, but it was on like, you know, it was held up by support beams yeah so the tide wouldn't sweep it away exactly yeah because i because <laughs> i grew season. up in in the tidewater region of ohio <laughs> roll tide roll that's right that was the mascot of cleveland jordan did you have anything i had nothing i had a creek <laughs> that ran through my backyard that was pretty cool and then oh, when yeah, i moved I mean, to my current house i have some woods and uh like I have a cool rock garden in these woods that like there was this keep waiting for it to grow, but <laughs> yeah, not funny. Um, <laughs> anyways, there's this cool crevasse you can climb into uh, in between two chunks of rock that like we made into a fort like area that I used for a little while until I started digging into the dirt in between these two rocks, and I found a bone that was about the size of a human femur. Uh, oh! Yikes! <laughs> and then I never went back there. And to, to this day, I keep telling myself, eh, it's probably like a horse bone or something. Would that make it better? Have yeah. you tried, like, I don't know. I literally have not gone back there since. I kind of want to go back and investigate it now that I talk about it, because I haven't thought about that in years. Have you tried burying a cat and or baby to see if it comes back to life, uh, a la Pet Cemetery? <laughs> Have you tried I have not planting read, read that book nor seen that movie? Was it made into a movie? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably it wasn't says... good considering 90% of Stephen King novels. Pretty much every Stephen King novel made into a movie is not good except for The Shining, which is nothing... Which is hardly like the Stephen King novel. I feel like I only a fair saw assessment. Pet Cemetery for some reason. My high school choral class watched it for Halloween one year. Like I think the teacher just didn't have a lesson plan. It was like, here we're gonna watch Pet Cemetery because there's music in it. <laughs> That's pretty rad. <laughs> um, um, if you plant a tire swing, do you get a tire swing tree? What would that look no. like, Kevin? No, because... <laughs> the branches would be made of tires. In the playgrounds I grew up in, we didn't have tire swings, but we did have a whole series of tires that were half buried, and then you run across the top of them, and that was a lot of fun. They did not grow into tire trees. <laughs> um, I had a tree house growing up, but it, like, I don't know. It's It's a lot more fun when you have neighbors. Like you have a tr- if you have a treehouse in the middle of the woods, like me and my brother, like imagination can only go so far. Like, uh, there's... Oh, hold on though, a treehouse in the woods is like the kids' version of cabin in the woods, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's gonna um, when there's that's the problem. It's gonna turn your children into little, tiny Walt Whitmans, and they're gonna hate you know freedom. <laughs> Walt Whitman hated freedom. He did. Um... <laughs> This is scintillating. Which which one of these two do you think uh, Henry David Thoreau would prefer, Kevin? Um, I think he would prefer. Well, here's the thing: he wouldn't prefer a treehouse because you have to cut down the the top half of a tree to build a treehouse. So he wouldn't be down with that. Um, although he might be down with a tire swing because it's what it's doing is it's taking industrial America and bringing it back to nature and it's subjecting it, you know, it to nature and and, and putting. Uh, you know, man's invention at the at the feet of nature. He also really hated paying taxes, though. So if he can have a oh. free domicile up in a tree, like I, he's he's gonna love that. But he's be like, okay, yeah, so, is that how that about, works? Like, you don't crickets. have to pay land taxes if you're if you're not touching not the land, touch no. The ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, what about the tire tax, though? Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm and, sick and tired of well, it. Well, oh, here's the big minus of, of tire swings. When it gets to be wintertime, you have to put up the snow tire swing. And that's oh, expensive. yeah, that's true. You got to right. attach when, chains when the, to when it. When the current tire swing wears out, you got to dig into your retirement fund. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> oh, and on that note, let's go ahead and take a vote. Oh, uh, gosh. Um... Oh, uh, sorry. I can't not go with Treehouse. My my love of Swiss Family Robinson uh, trumps all. Oh, I do. I, love I Swiss really, Robinson. I really, really want that that Treehouse. I want that Monkey Butler. And I haven't Pirates seen that Attack. movie. In I'll like be able to take them down. It's decade. such a good movie. It is. It good ages movie. really, really well. It's wonderful. Not as good as Bed Knobs and Broomsticks, but it's close. I don't even know what that is, <laughs> Kevin. Uh. You know what? I'm gonna have to go with Treehouse because uh, Robin Williams is gonna be in there, and he's gonna be oh, he's gonna be lighting his farts on fire. That's right, he's gonna be full grown, but he's gonna be a child at heart. And that's what that's what life is all about. It's about being Robin Williams, being a child. I could have gone the rest of my life without being reminded of that film. <laughs> Are we talking about Jack? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Jordan. Uh, I'm gonna go with Treehouse as well because there isn't any Simpsons tire swing of horror. So, um, Ooh, that's a good. Point. By the way, just just a heads up. Um, I about a couple seconds ago, I burped directly into the mic. mic. <laughs> I, I didn't hear it. I that didn't hear may it. You have to burp louder audacity. next time. If only we had smell o vision, <laughs> then then it would be really great for the listeners. That's right. Oh, I'm trying to work one out. <laughs> it's not so, working. Thank you so much for the question, Zach. And next time you have to choose... Jordan, stop it. Next time you have to choose between a treehouse or a tire swing, go ahead with that treehouse. You're going to be glad you did. Or honestly, like, let's just go Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus on this and have the best of both worlds. Um, Our next question comes to us from Haley Peterson. Thank you so much, Haley, who wants to know, would you rather have to... Curse loudly every time someone sneezes, or every time you sneeze, glitter flies out. Go. <laughs> um, these the, both sound great to me. I would, well, I would but love the, either of these. The big problem, though, is if somebody sneezes that you actually are okay with and don't don't hate – you're going to be casting like these biblical curses on them, like that, oh, their, yeah, that yeah, their yeah. family dies and that their livestock dry up and are infertile, and you know that their their crops wither. Can like, we? Can we jump? I, hey, uh, can we jump Steven, straight into um, our job interview scenario here? Yeah, go for it. This is like three straight episodes. That we've... I think it's actually eighty nine straight episodes. That's Dude, no, we true. we go to job interviews a lot. Anytime it's applicable, and it's very applicable. We're here. all unemployed. We go. Would to a you lot rather, of in the middle of your job interview, you're sneezing, and then would you, you rather call, you, you call sneeze your boss and glitter shoots all over your potential employer, or your employer sneezes and you're like, "F you." <laughs> if it did turn, if it turned into a fantastic Mr. Fox type scenario, though, which is like, you cussing with me? You cuss with me, cusser? Mother cusser? Cluster cuss. Um, <laughs> forget about cluster cuss. Uh, uh, I hated the animation in that movie, but it was very clever. I love that movie. I need to get it on Blu-ray. Um, I mean, well, with the with the cursing while sneezing, you could claim that it's like a medical condition. You're like, sorry, I just, you know. I have you, Tourette's. You have oh, yeah, Tourette's you mean like Tourette's? Like Tourette's? Yeah, as long as it's actual you're gonna write that as down long as you're your, not. You're going to write that down on your resume. By the way, I have Tourette's. So Somebody... if I curse at you during our interview, have Somebody mercy. told me uh, that they uh, she had Tourette's and she had a principal in like you know, eighth grade or whatever that was the, that brought her into her, uh, brought him into her, her office and um, and was like, I don't really buy the whole Tourette's thing. <laughs> it's like it's kind of a medical. She should have responded with "f you." That would have been the best. <laughs> should have brought in that doctor's note. So I don't um, really buy the whole Tourette's thing. I think it's all made up, like Yom Kippur. Um, 
So the the problem with the glitter though is that's never coming off. It's gonna make a mess. It's gonna get everywhere. Oh wait! Unless you're an arts and crafts teacher, and then you would be the best arts and crafts teacher. Cause it's like, oh, oh, let me review your uh you know, your your project here. Oh, you know what this could use? A shoe. Some glitter. Now it's the best. <laughs> no matter what like I was I was using the the pottery wheel. This is this was a painting of my dead father. Well, doesn't he look fabulous now? Uh, it's also I feel like there's no way it's gonna get all the glitter out each time either. Like you're gonna be so stuffed up with the leftover glitter, and uh -huh. glitter is like it's it's sharp. Like depending on the the grain you've got, do they do they rank glitter by yeah, by <laughs> how how fine it is? <laughs> yeah that's gonna be awful absolutely um oh shoot you'll be saving a lot of money on glitter though. you you could become the mascot of joanne fabrics mm. which which i don't know about you guys but when i was a little kid that was exactly what i wanted to be you wanted to grow up to be the mascot for yeah because like people would be like well they don't really have a mascot and i would be like you know what they just need some rebranding and i'm totally willing to do that what if it gave you magical powers, though? Like, what if you're uh, enrolled in Hogwarts Witchcraft, uh, School of Witchcraft and Wizardry? Sorry. Um, or what was there? What, if you're, what was that offshoot? The this the satellite campus that we came up with. Um, I don't know. How many Crap. episodes TV. ago was that? I don't know, but it, I. <laughs> Somebody listened to our old episodes. Um. No, but, like, what if you, for every time somebody sneezes, you get one curse? Like, you get one real good curse. <laughs> like, uh, like, maybe you freeze them to, to teach Neville Longbottom a thing or two about what brotherhood means in the Gryffindor house. So, wait, you're saying... <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you want to turn somebody into Mr. Freeze. That's how Mr. Freeze came about. <laughs> yeah, it's... Someone cursed him. Nice to meet you. <laughs> My wife sneezed. <laughs> and this punk kid. No, she's dead. Uh, yeah, did you guys see Arnold sickle? and Sly Stallone are in a movie coming out in like two or three weeks? Is it the replacements part? No, due? it's not. It's something about breaking out of prisons. I'm so excited. I'm going to go see it. <laughs> Is it a sequel to that movie where Sean Connery broke out of Alcatraz? The Rock? No, it's not. Mm -mm, no, um... We have to go back. <laughs> You're thinking of Bad Boys 2. Bad oh, yeah, yeah, Boys, yeah. what you want, what you want. What you gonna I do? The cursing, though, the bad part about that is that people will probably assume that you're just, like, an uncontrollable germaphobe. That, like, they you're so <laughs> irritated by them sneezing. You're just like, F! I don't want to get sick from your germs! Yeah, that's what George of GeorgeChampy.com was always like during performances. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It, would it wouldn't matter. He well, would to be fair, he anyway. got sick every performance regardless. Yeah, exactly. So did God's Kevin, and so did Tyler, and Jordan never got sick. Yeah, it's true. Sure. <laughs> um, did I tell you guys about my friend who told me one time that if you, like, the one time at your Bandcamp? tongue, if you put your tongue in between, like, your molars... When you feel a sneeze coming on, like it, it gets you to not sneeze. No, that's true. Like you put your tongue on the roof thing. of your mouth and uh, it will stop you. Roof of your mouth may work. In between your molars definitely does not. It just makes you bite your tongue really well, hard. Well, no. <laughs> How do you even get Technically, back? if your tongue is on the roof of your mouth, it is in between your molars. No, in between like upper and lower. Are there lower molars? I don't know what teeth are called. Lowers. The thing I think the big thing though is that like it if you're cursing every time someone sneezes like okay um that's that can be a little embarrassing but if you're spewing glitter every time you sneeze like you could be isolated in the woods somewhere and you would have to deal with getting all that glitter all over your clothes and getting it out of your nose and all that kind of stuff like I feel like cursing is a lot less uh it's a it's a smaller impact kind of thing like yeah, it doesn't affect you quite as much as just people's perceptions of you if you sneeze if you're out in the woods and you uh, and and uh a deer sneezes and you swear at him 
he's gonna be like, "What the frick is your problem? Like, get get out of here!" And then you're gonna lose your chance to become like one with the forest. That's Whereas true. if you sneeze and get glitter all over that deer, he's gonna be like, "Uh, sure, yeah, I'm the most fabulous deer there is now." And then they will elect you their king of comedy in the forest. That's true. The forest kings of comedy. Have they come out with that yet? Yeah, it's um, it's it's Thumper and uh, nobody An from over Dave. the hedge. Um, in Orlando Bloom. <laughs> in Orlando Bloom, yes. the original forest king of comedy. All right, let's take a vote on this, Jordan. Which are you going with? Uh, what are my options again? <laughs> Sneezing glitter or swearing loudly. Really tracking with this one really well. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go sneezing glitter because that sounds fabulous. (laughs) Kevin, you know, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with sneezing glitter because red, yellow, black, and white glitter is precious in his sight. (laughs) Jesus loves all the glitter Glitter in the world. In the world. Uh, I am actually going to go with the cursing um, because I I really really don't want like glittery boogers coming out of my nose twenty four seven gloogers and gloogers yeah and I also um, I can always just like I don't know like hit my knee off the desk whenever somebody sneezes and be like oh sorry I just like I I'm, I'm clumsy so thank you so much for the question Haley and next time you have to choose. Between cursing loudly whenever somebody sneezes or sneezing glitter, go ahead with that glitter. You're going to be saving so much money um, for your school district. Like, they're they're not going to have to cut your program. It's, it's going to be great. Uh, you're just going to have to do a lot of glue crafts. Our next question comes to us from Chase Greenlee. Thank you so much, Chase, who wants to know podcasts versus audiobooks. Go. Oh, jeez. Um, podcast, because that's what we are. I hope this was are. prompted by my... I mentioned like an episode or two ago that I was not listening to podcasts because I was listening to Harry Potter audiobooks, right? Jordan, how many times have you listened through to the Harry Potter audiobooks? As read by Stephen Fry, uh, which you cannot get in America because they had Jerk Jim Dale read them in the. You have to American buy it on version. the black market. You gotta buy Jordan it from Amazon. Amazon UK. I didn't buy it. I downloaded it. You gotta get um, it from Amazon <laughs> Huck, huh? You have to go into the depths of the Amazon. You gotta go to Amazon Cook. <laughs> Amazon Cook. Uh, but no, I am. I literally just. I have like five minutes left of Order of the Phoenix, and I am. Uh, Getting ready to load Half Blood Prince onto my phone uh, tonight. So, here's my problem with with audiobooks. Um, uh-huh. I love audiobooks, but an audiobook can be wholesale ruined if the narrator can't do female voices properly. <laughs> I thought you were going to say funny voices. Which, funny if he can't well, Kevin, do Kevin. funny. Funny voices, Kevin, like for if there's a fat guy being like, that sounds real sexist. Mold. What if the reader is a female? Well, if she well, can't do male voices, yeah, like uh, which, which, yeah, no, I listened to an audiobook of uh, Romeo and Juliet, and the narrator was a female, and her male voices were terrible. And she was like, I am every Mercutio, time and I think this about that. And it's Did you guys like, see freaking... that I took a uh, which which uh, fictional literary personality are you test, and I got Romeo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that right? Hey, you're gonna die. Yeah, no, you're all about killing yourself. See, I'm okay with Romeo if we're talking about Romeo before he met Juliet when he was a cool guy. When he just broed out with um, Mercutio. Bro. It was Romeo yeah. and Mercutio. Bro. Bro. And br- Bribbled? Uh, Banquo? Think... Wait, was Banquo in that? I can't remember. Uh, I thought Banquo was in The Tempest. Banksy yeah. was in it. Banksy. Banksy. <laughs> Who was um, the third guy? I'm going to have to look that up. Um, what no, was the but question? I think oh, audio oh books. Um, it was, it was P Funk. It was, yeah. It was, it was Romeo, Mercutio, and P Funk. Um, but both of your complaints like kind of hit an issue 
uh, which is a bad a bad narrator, whether it's the American Harry Potter audiobook guy or somebody who can't like can't do voices but tries to do voices. Like a bad audiobook narrator can ruin the entire experience. And also like audiobooks, if you well, unless you're a a, a pirate of the the internet waves like like Jordan is, like if you try and get those legit, they're expensive. Yeah, they're yeah, expensive. They it's like 80 bucks for like it's a Bromeo, five CD set. Mercutio Bro and Bro Volibro. Benvolio. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Um, I mean, unless you get that Audacity, which is like a subscription for it's like $30 a month, $15 you're, you're a month. You're thinking of a different know. thing. Audacity is what we use to record this podcast. Audible. Audible. There we go. Uh, oh, shoot. Okay. What if we three did an audio book? of Orient Tar? <laughs> yeah. All right, Kevin, you do all the girl voices. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Jordan, hey there. Jordan will do the you? stage directions. Nah, I'll I want to be. Hey, I'll be the narrator, and yeah. Tyler will be all the boy voices. All right, let's just do our own production of uh, Into the Woods right now. Um, <laughs> I have not actually seen any or listened to any of Into uh, the Woods. There's a movie version coming out soon, which looks fantastic. So yeah, it's got Meryl Streep in it. Yeah, I can't wait. No, I just hope she can still sing. I mean, after she got that. That bad streep case throat? of streep throat. Yeah, okay, I beat you to it because it's not funny. Let's move on. Um, so podcasts, um, advantage podcasts are free. Uh, you got that. Uh, advantage, they're they're not always co- though. What 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 are what is a paid podcast? The, the Kevin Pollock chat show. The what? Huh? Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty yeah, sure they moved to, a paid to that. That's uh, that's outrageous. I hope nobody listens to it. I had no idea there were actually paid podcasts. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know it Ricky Gervais's one was, but he came out with podcasts in the early days of podcasts before everyone realized you should just do them for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that there are plenty of free alternatives to pretty much anything. Right. Um. So there's there's new content. Did coming we discuss out all the time, doing great. a podcast where we do audiobooks? No. Can we? Oh, dude, Kevin, this is our opportunity. Uh, Kevin at one point visited me. This was like between our freshman and sophomore years. I believe. I know exactly where you're going with yeah, this, uh, and I am so <laughs> excited. We are totally going to do this some weekend. Um, uh, Kevin visited me uh, at one point during our freshman sophomore years. We went to our local like flea market, which uh, was which called, called Green Dragon, which um, is awesome, and it has a giant statue of a green dragon that in years past always had an arrow shot into its neck uh and anytime they removed it someone else would go out and shoot another arrow although there has not been an arrow in the neck for years which leads me to believe they must have reinforced the steel of the neck uh to prevent (laughs) it from happening anyways we went to the green dragon and we found a bookstore there that had a gigantic quantity of harlequin romance novels <laughs> and so kevin bought like six of them for a dollar yep <laughs> and uh it was our plan to stage readings of them uh to our college public and we never got around to it but we need to start a harlequin romance audiobook podcast Shoot. i'm pretty sure there's no way we could get in trouble for that um did i did i tell you guys Look, that i here's here's the thing though because if somebody, because if somebody was gonna sue us, they would have to admit that they wrote the Harlequin romance novel. That's true, and no <laughs> one's gonna I mean, do that. Though we're, we're not gonna profit off of it, we could just do that. Oh, this is so good. Uh, we will need female readers. So if this happens and you're interested, I'll put up an audition call in Pittsburgh. Yeah, we're gonna have to have an audition call for female readers. So can we, can we say no logos or? <laughs> You need to have a beautiful voice. If your voice yeah, yeah, is yeah. ugly, then yeah, uh, no it's ugly not voices. Work. Uh, um, and I call dibs on narrator. So, did I did I ever mention on the show that I produced an an audio book of uh, my good friend Emily Mishler reading the worst uh, Harry Potter fanfic of all time, My Immortal <laughs> by Tara Gillespie? She no, read all of My to... Immortal. Yeah, myimmortalaudiobook.bandcamp.com. We uh, we recorded it over senior week and made uh, like uploaded it for our friend group for um, 
as a as a Christmas present. That's awesome. And I actually want to listen to that. It's really really good. I do. That's not... the one that has Raven, Goth Girl, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Raven, um, dementia, something. <laughs> Holy Let crap! Me... How much of it does she read? The All entire it? book. It's forty three chapters and an outro. Oh my uh, gosh! Ebony, darkness, dementia, Raven Way is a seventh year Slytherin who, or Slytherin who's overwhelmingly beautiful, Goth, and has Draco Malfoy wrapped around her pale finger. Everywhere she goes, her fellow students are smitten by her hot gothic so beautiful it's a cursed body. She's usu- usually surrounded by her friends, Stannist goths, Satanist, who slit their wrists, cry tears of blood, shop at Hot Topic, and move into Slytherin while everyone else, including Dumbledore, is a prep who listens to Avril Lavigne and hates the goths for no reason. Wait, is this um, supposed to be serious or funny? No, uh, well, no, it was written by somebody seriously. Yeah, no, there's like... There are a lot of arguments about it. It gets really crazy. Um, there are some guest appearances from of characters from other movies and literature series. Uh, Tom Bombadil maybe mentioned at one point. Like it's uh, there's also like the uh, the writer's best friend is written in as a character, and, and then... uh, all of a sudden like they have a fight, so she like kills off the character or something. Yeah, because she stole a sweater, and she like she keeps saying she wants the sweater back. And Emily does a great job of doing voices and uh, reading the the author's notes at the beginning I'm, of each chapter. I'm legitimately there are only going a couple to of times this once we're done with the podcast. There are only a couple of times where uh, either she breaks character and laughs, and we have to get back on track. Or you can hear me at the end of a track bursting out into laughter before we manage to hit the new track button why didn't you tell me about this i feel i it took me forever to produce it took me forever to produce and then i like i was kind of ashamed of how long it took me to actually like get it out there and then i just kind of put it out we'll put a link to it up on our facebook page for sure so audiobooks there are like i feel like fan-made audiobooks or audiobook shaped things like uh Wizard People Dear Reader is really great to listen to during car rides. But the problem is you have to find them. Like, you have to find and you have to download and you have to get it. Um, But uh, with the podcast, you know, you can, like, you can have a little something for every interest. You can have your video game podcast. You can have your Roderick on the line. You can have um, uh, Welcome to Night Vale if you, you know, like uh, Lovecraft meets Prairie Home Companion. (laughs) All kinds of exciting things. Although a good uh, now I just want to think now I just want to talk about other awesome uh, audiobooks that people have made. Um, Son of Strelka, Son of God is a really fantastic album by Dan Warren. I think I've mentioned that on this show before. Yeah, but he yeah, took, we know you love it. I love it Barack so much. He, Obama. He took Barack Obama's uh, self-narrated autobiography, and he actually like cut. And, like, rearrange the words so that it's the story of a demigod with, like, the head of a dog trying and going and, like, meeting the Buddha and trying to find his way in the world. And it's really good. Does, and does, then, he, does he show his long-form birth certificate at the end? Yes, he does. Um, and then what is uh, – what is the I, – I have it somewhere. This is great. Great it podcast was, here. Oh yeah. No, I'll I'll fix this. I'll edit this out. What was Hulk Hogan's audiobook that he narrated? I'm huge. I'm a real American. Fight for the rights <laughs> of every man. I it am was... a real American. Do you see uh Tyler, do you follow uh Anton on Tumblr? No, yes. There was apparently a episode of Baywatch where Hulk Hogan and uh Macho Man Red Randy Savage are on uh jet skis racing at the beginning of an episode and Hulk Hogan drowns. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, I can't find it, but there's a really great uh, thing of Hulk Hogan's self-narrated autobiography, too, where they, like, layered death metal albums in the background, and it's the most hardcore thing <laughs> I've ever heard. I think Seth forwarded it on to me. Um, we've talked about this a lot. I feel yeah, like we haven't we've, actually reviewed it. How many questions have we gotten through? This is, like, Move our on, third... Dot org. 
This Let's is go. our third question. We're, we're, we're already at like the next one. 52. Uh, That's fine. We got, we got question four and then we're done. Boom. Let's go. You know, who? who's to say that people don't want more real talk audiobook recommendations yeah, from our podcast? Yeah, good point. Uh, this could we're be somebody's doing, favorite episode. We are going to do that Harlequin Romance podcast. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. Kevin, that we and- got to workshop names for it. Yeah, so we got to do that, and then we're also doing the what? Um, we we're gonna do another type. Uh, it was gonna be an anime. It was something about anime. We had Kunai an in the forehead. Kunai, Kunai in the, the forehead. forehead. That's right. Our anime review podcast. That's right. I also kind of want to do a podcast where we just steal other people's format and try and do a version of their podcast each week. It's like, yeah, <laughs> we're that gonna might do work. My brother and my brother and me. Yeah, or like oh, we man. could do like Dork Night or something like that. Something that we know, and and like we could ask the people if they were okay with it. Yeah, no, no. It'd be good. Well, you're just gonna steal it for one episode. Not asking. <laughs> what are they gonna do um, about it? We can do I Jordan just... Jesse Go. We already get half of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so I am gonna go ahead and go with audiobooks, just because they're there's when it's a good one, it really is fantastic. And you know, there are always gonna be plenty of podcasts, but if I have to choose between a podcast and a really fantastic audiobook. I think I'm going to go with that audiobook. It's also it's just, you know, does the work for me. I feel like a smarty McSmarterson. Jordan? Uh, I'm going to go I'm going to go with podcasts, although the Stephen Fry Harry Potter audiobook almost is better than all of the podcasts ever created. But uh as it stands I will probably go back to podcasts once I finish the the entire Harry Potter lexicon for the second time. You got I that cue, man. You're going to have so many back episodes to listen to. Uh, wait, does that mean while we're driving to Ocean City, Maryland uh, this week? We'll be there when this is, is put out. Yeah. Uh, but does that mean that we're going to be listening to no, Harry Potter? No, we're going to listen to... I'm going to listen to music probably, and everyone else in my car will be playing Mario Kart. 3ds so oh, yeah that's true mario kart 7 <laughs> all right kevin i am gonna go with podcasts because uh unlike audiobooks they never end so i am not having i don't have to face my own mortality podcasts do end though and it is sad when a podcast dies like this one yeah, this true. one once the three of us get married and have kids then this one is done Never. <laughs> yeah, no. but will... we are contractually obligated to keep it going until yep. then. Uh, Luckily, no. we are all, mm, for the most part, quite single. So, <laughs> well, I mean, I do have a kid, but I'm single. Uh, so, <laughs> thank you so much for the question, Chase. And next time you have to choose between audiobooks and podcasts, go ahead with those podcasts i mean evidently you enjoy them enough already maybe not after this episode but you know you got a good thing going on our final question comes to us anonymously via formspring and they would like to know would you rather the universally accepted form of transportation like everyone's doing this anymore this is the widespread uh transportation of choice be speeder bikes from Star Wars, or Tauntauns, go. So you either got them, them, them speed bikes or those big goat things riding around all over the place. Wait, say that again. I was not paying attention at all. What were What were you paying attention to instead, Jordan? Uh no, I was busy trying to find the tweet of the week, <laughs> <laughs> so I could be on top of it at that point in time, even though I am utterly not on top of it right now ooh, i'm gonna follow rashida jones she's cool <laughs> and chris pratt from star wars from star okay, wars no so tauntauns let's jump right out and tauntauns say, from from don quixote the yeah. number one advantage of tauntauns over speeder bikes is that if you get cold your speeder bike is not going to keep you warm whereas you can kill your tauntaun and jump inside of its intestines and it will keep you warm that's the thing. Like, I feel like it. there's, you know, it's going to be nice for the environment. They're like, oh, we've transitioned to, like, a renewable resource, animals, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, green. yeah, exploiting animals. But I invariably, like, everyone's going to cut it open at some point. 
Like, and the, 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 spe- the species like, is going to go extinct. Even if you're not even cold, you're just going to be like, hey, I saw a guy do this on a movie at once. And everyone, like, 24-7 is going to be like, ah, and I I thought they smelt bad on the outside. Or what's the joke? Yeah, you got it. That's, that's the one. It. That's yeah, it. that's the joke. All right, good. Um, everyone, like, you're going to be hearing that 24-7. Um, speeder bikes, though, I feel like you're going to have those zipping through cities. And that's it's like... It's going to cut the world population in half because everyone's going to be <laughs> crashing into die. buildings. <laughs> everyone's going to be running into each other. Like it's it's going to yeah, be I mean, it's going to be. Yeah, awful. but you know what? People are going to live fast and furious. That's true. They're going to guys remember that one too. level of uh, the N64 game uh, Shadows of the Empire where you were stuck on a speeder bike and you crashed. Yep. No, because I time. never got that far. <laughs> you never got that far, dude. You should have put in the. The most convoluted cheat code in the history of cheat codes. It required Wampa you to hold Stompa. down uh, on the N64 controller. You had to hold... Which is an unwieldy much... piece of crap to begin right. with. You had yeah. to hold left on the D-pad, uh, C right on the C-pad, I think R and L and Z, which if you guys know an N64 controller, you'd know that at this point, both of your hands are fully tied on the controller that neither of them could possibly touch the joystick. (laughs) Then with the joystick, you had to move it halfway to the left, halfway to the right, halfway to the left, halfway to the right. And each time you had to hold it for like five seconds. And then you could only input this code. If your name was space, uh, Wampa space Stompa. (laughs) But then once you did all of that, you could do whatever you want with the game. You had unlimited ammo. You could be invincible, whatever. So what it ended up being is, like, from what I've seen, about half the people would do the joystick motion with their feet. I did it with my nose. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I used my teeth. But it was the hardest code to ever put in, but it was so rewarding. So if you were You've stuck... got to imagine that the developers leaked that or something, because there's no one out oh, there yeah, that yeah. would have the actually figured that out it. on their own. But... They were just like, F you to gamers who want to use cheats. You're going to have to earn this cheat code. And you Uh, had to do it every single time you started up the game. It wasn't like you put it in once and then you could have access to it whenever you wanted. uh, And I got good at it because I played that game a lot. That's awful. Well, advantage. Go ahead, Kevin. I was going to say the problem with speeder bikes or not speeder bikes. Wait, land speeders, that's, right? That's Kevin's speeder latest bikes. novel. No, speeder the bikes. problem with oh, speeder, speeder bikes. bikes. Yeah, yeah. The problem with speeder bikes is like Kevin Jiggle. Is it eventually you're gonna wrap it around a tree? Hmm, that's true. Or some Ewoks are gonna cut loose some logs that are gonna swing in and pinch your Yeah, like, the second time that's been referenced on this show. Yeah, like because <laughs> this episode. Because here's the thing, it's. <laughs> Like, Ewoks are just opposed to speeder bikes, apparently. It's not not that they're piloted by the Empire. They just hate them. So yeah. you're going to be flying around, you know, about to propose to your girlfriend. Whoops. Oh, now you're killed by an Ewok. That's a <laughs> what is, why are you Why are you about to propose to your girlfriend? Like, are you, are you going with, like, the ring out in the air? Like, you're going to pass <laughs> each other at high speed and, like, slide it onto her finger? Yeah. You probably then, wind up breaking her arm. And then wrap it around a tree. Uh, speeder bikes are a more efficient mode of transportation, though. I mean, you're going to be getting places a lot faster than a tauntaun. Like those those things don't move all that quickly. They kind of kind of bounce a little. Uh, you're also going to have to deal with either um, a whole bunch of hair that's probably greasy and grimy and what have you, or maybe just claymation. I'm not sure exactly which of these we're going to be using. Uh, <laughs> They had some pretty detailed uh, models, though. The claymation in Star Wars did not age that well. A lot of things in Star Wars didn't that age. I, the age claymation that well. in general doesn't age at all. Yeah, eventually it's going to fall apart. I mean, oh that's why yeah, eventually it's it all moldy, so that kind of yeah. ages, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is the problem with tauntauns is that they get a little moldy. And you mm, you're also going to have to deal with like you're going to. You're going to have to breed a new one when one gets old, and then you're going to have to raise it, and then you're going to have to house train it, and, you know, you're going to you're gonna have to, you know, put it through 
shows and win like three blue ribbons per tauntaun to make sure his line. Kevin, is did you did you mention on. the fact that tauntauns are smelly? <laughs> no, but I think you did. Well, I okay, did. I just did. Uh, Han Solo's implication that I thought they smelled bad on the outside. It does imply that they are smelly even while alive, and that when you cut them open to use them for warmth, they are even smellier still. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, with speeder bikes, I guess all you're just worrying about is them fumes, maybe? Uh, Speeder bikes have built-in lasers. Oh, that's true. Oh, wow. That's gonna that's gonna make for some some now if pretty violent gang like, wars. If their horns like shot laser beams out of their horns, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> now what you what? do is you get it to headbutt people. If speeder bikes are the main mode of transportation, there's going to emerge like a snobby subculture that call themselves speeder cyclists, and they're like, "Oh no, <laughs> we're speeder cyclists. We don't just ride bikes around." And they're gonna have skin tight, you know speeder cycling clothing and stuff it's gonna be real annoying yeah you gotta worry about like i just want to ride my speeder (laughs) side cool cool um the tour de france would be a lot more interesting though uh if it was all speeder bikes that'd be awesome oh here's it'll be like pod racing here's the biggest problem with speeder bikes um they were originally as they were originally shot they were actually going five miles per hour, and they just sped up the footage. So you're really only going to be traveling at five miles per hour. Uh, did you know that the helmets they wore on the speeder bikes were actually designed so that when they sold the toys of them, they wouldn't have to, like, render hair that moved in the wind? <laughs> oh, I like, thought that you were was the say, only reason. I thought they were actually designed that way because that way they had a different kind of stormtrooper to sell <laughs> yeah probably that too it's amazing when you look into star wars like after the first one was a success how many of the decisions were based on like toy marketing that's george lucas's specialty that's uh, a spiritual all gift. of the prequels oh yeah that's true <laughs> um droids droid droid armies look sir droids most beloved minor characters roger roger First openly gay robots in a film. Um, all right, we Triumph. need to take a vote on this. Because <laughs> clearly we have argued every single facet of this question. Uh-huh. Yep. Kevin, what are you going with? I am going with... Uh, I'm going to go with speeder bikes because uh, Gal- Galactic PETA is going to be all over Tauntauns as a mode of transportation. I am also going to go with speeder bikes because I don't like I don't want to be responsible for another organic life. I just I just want to ride my speeder bike. Jordan, uh, I'm gonna go with tauntauns because when you're off in that that lonely dusty desert of Tatooine and you need a friend, your speeder bike isn't gonna provide you any. Uh, any kind of emotion but your tauntaun he'll be there like your best buddy dog he'll be your dog maybe and maybe eventually become more than friends raise a family hey dog we Um, heard you like dogs so we put your dog in your yo-yo so you can yo-yo your dog while your dog yo-yos dog i thought it was walk your dog while you walk the dog dog something like that all right so thank you so much for a question form spring next time you have to choose between speeders and tauntauns go ahead with those speeders and thank you for choosing our podcast for another week <laughs> maybe you should have picked an audiobook i don't know but if you have questions that you would like to sh- send into the show we can always use them please 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 do you can send those to ninjas versus podcast that's versus vs no period at gmail.com uh, we love getting your questions um the more the merrier it's always great to have uh stuff to choose from you can also hit us up on facebook dot uh, com slash ninjas versus podcast we really enjoy interacting with folks on there we will post funny images videos uh not any images or videos that we make uh, just things that we find yeah. and that we enjoy. Although I will be, it's going to be a fun week. I'm going to be linking um, My Immortal. I'm going to be linking this Hulk Hogan thing. I'll find it somewhere. Uh, 
son of Strauka, son of God. There's going to be all kinds of fun things on there for your viewing and listening pleasure over the next week. And you can also connect with us on the Tweetos at Ninjas vs. Podcast. And if you use the NVP hashtag, you can be eligible for the Tweet of the Week. Jordan. Also, oh, Matt Barnett, oh, sorry. just so you know, uh, I, do the, I, I do the tweets, not Jordan. So I'm the only one that sees anything you say. <laughs> Unless he uses the hashtag MVP. Oh, that's I, every true. once in a while I search it. I can log into it if I want to. I just usually don't think to. Jordan, do we have a tweet of the week? Uh, yeah, it's from Alex Lamoureux again, who is now, instead of going by Josh Groban, he is now going by the <laughs> King of Salads. <laughs> that's wonderful. <laughs> And he he says tickled it's probably pink, more accurate tickled pink that MVP used my tweet. I could provide context to resolve most of the confusion, but who wants that? Hashtag deadlines. Hashtag YOLO. Hashtag MVP. I can't even remember what his tweet was when I read it last week. So it was something about something. I did look back at his tweets and I saw there was one. I can imagine this is when he changed his name to uh, the King of Salads, uh, where it was. Uh, Behold my throne of croutons. <laughs> is he also the, the king tweet. of uh, carrot flowers? Is that what he is? The king of carrot flowers. He's also a two-headed boy. Um, so, do we do we have a fake tweet of the week? Uh, uh, yes, our other alternative tweet of the week is from Emma McDonald, uh, who says. She is brainstorming a potentially multi-million dollar idea via text. Hashtag why is my life? Hashtag MVP. Hashtag entrepreneurship. She's uh, probably talking about that Harlequin romance. Maybe she's looking for auditions. Oh, shoot. How did Emma, she know? we will uh, accept your resume. Uh, you know, we're not we're not we're not necessarily going to have all of you come in on a Google Hangout. I mean, if your resume looks good, we will call you back. But. It's all about the resume. Did we ever find out how um, Corden Sullivan incepted the the vegan video? I'm still really curious about that. I think it's a bit of black magic. I have no um, idea. Why are you going to make it about race? <laughs> so thank you uh, for joining us. Thank you to Sparrows and Crows for our outro song, Ultraviolet Bliss. Thank you to Animal Tropical for our intro song, 20 Miles. Thank you to our new fans on Facebook. Uh, I think I may have mentioned Matt Osika. You did uh, last time, yeah, but Matt Downs is a new fan. Thank you so much, Matt, for joining us. Uh, if you hit us up on iTunes, if you want to leave a rating or a review, those are always super helpful in um, getting other people to find the show. But more than anything, uh, just share it with someone you love. Just throw it on in the car and um, let, let them be lulled to sleep by our dulcet tones. Uh, and other than that, I think we're pretty well set. Our final question, keeping with our ninjas versus theme, ninjas versus ice skaters. Figure skaters? Figure skaters, yes. Go. Figure skaters, because... They're both graceful and deadly. <laughs> they do have blades on their feet. Right. Um, yeah. I'm going to arbitrarily say figure skaters just because one of my favorite memories of college was watching the 2010 Winter Olympics and seeing Evan Lysacek beat the crap out of the Russians uh, with Kevin and some of our other collegiate friends. That was awesome. But that is like freaking greatest Olympics ever. Yeah. Although Sid Crosby scoring the gold uh, in overtime to beat the Americans was the worst. Well, that was garbage. The Penguins are the worst, and Penguins fans are the worst. But watching... You can send all your hate right towards me. Bring it on. Send your hate with the MVP hashtag. But watching curling uh, with, with I joined Jordan you guys for some was of the amazing. Yeah. yeah, you did. Curling is amazing, but American curling sucks. Come on, yeah. Americans. Oh, gosh, they were so terrible. But, dude, remember Norwegian curling? Like, it had, like, they had, like, the cool polo, like, crazy pants. That yeah. was awesome. Those dudes were sweet. And I'm going to go with figure skaters because um, I'm not sure exactly how they'll fend off the ninjas, but I have every faith that they'll um, they'll figure it out. 
They're professionals. You have all the faith. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us. As ever, I'm Tyler. As never, I'm Jordan. As g- climate, I'm Kevin. Clever, clever. <laughs> ah, crap. <laughs> and until next time. Climate? It's, I don't know. <laughs> I, I panicked. Kevin's worried about global warming. <laughs> yeah, it's guys. True. We're very, we're until, globally conscious. Until climate. next time. Stop using hairspray. Gonna have yeah, a summer party. Next time, hold on to your butts. Where will you dance? Please! I hate this hack of crack. We're gonna bounce and shake our bodies. And we'll be dead when we're all done. Tired from all the fun and games. We'll hit the ground. Let the grass scratch up our legs And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss Would you rather have drank, uh, like, way too much caffeine and be really buzzed, or taken like drowsy medication and not able to stay awake about bottle caps versus twist tops okay let's do that